You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine. And I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at WPDavidV. You can subscribe to Press This on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or download the latest episodes at WMR.FM. In this episode, we're going to be talking about focusing your WordPress agency doing that in a way that helps you be more successful. And to talk about that topic, we have Rana Shabazz on. Uh, Rana, I'd like to welcome you to Press This. Thank you so much, David. Uh, uh, it's, it's been a pleasure to uh, have, have you have, uh, I'm on the show. Yeah, awesome. Well, we're glad to have you here. So for those listening, what we're going to talk about today, uh, Rana is going to talk about how Focus helps his business, agency business, find their sweet spot deliver more value to those they serve, and uh, provide success, of course, in their business along the way, and in particular, in ways that don't drive them crazy. Uh, listeners of the show probably have heard before that I ran my own WordPress agency for five years. Um, I know these struggles quite well, Rana, and I'm actually really excited to talk to you about this topic today. So to kick things off, Rana, uh, first question for you is uh, the same question that's asked of everyone when they create a profile at WordPress.org, but we do the same here at Press this. 
what is your WordPress origin story? When was the first time you used WordPress? Uh, actually, I found WordPress uh, when I was looking to uh, solve a problem, marketing problem for my own business. Uh, it was back in 2009 and 10. Uh, I was always uh, inspired by the internet, the power of the internet. And uh, uh, it's a back, some thought at my back of the, my head was that uh, if there would be any tool to, that can allow you to publish content easily, uh, you can do great things on the internet. And uh, during last recession, when I was uh, looking to market my other business, I was exploring internet marketing and that's where I found WordPress and uh, it was like that 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 was the thing which was probably missing in my uh toolbox and uh, I instantly fell in love with uh WordPress. That's great. So 2009, yep, that was the the last major global recession. Uh, it was also an interesting time, of course, in WordPress history, because in 2010, that's when uh, those unfamiliar custom post types came into WordPress, which was a huge moment in WordPress. Um, and I think it was interesting that those two things kind of coincided, that the global recession and this kind of big change in what WordPress was, um, which we saw an explosion in brands adopting WordPress around that time, which is really interesting to think about that with the parallels we see today with the strain on the global economy. So switching gears a little bit, uh, Rod, I was curious if you could tell me a little bit about your business. Uh, well, at the, I have, my business is WP Minds, uh, where we basically develop, uh, build, and uh, support WP sites for, for customers and the agencies yeah awesome awesome so very familiar story to a lot of our listeners who of course run their own uh, agency and freelance businesses um, and so, you know, thinking back to my own agency days, I mean, it was interesting. We were kind of what we call a full service agency. So we had all kinds of services we would provide. And I remember just running around, pulling my hair out, uh, trying to <laughs> keep up with all the things. So uh, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you took that journey and found simplicity in your business. So you mentioned to me before the show that your business uh, did a lot of things in the past, or WB Minds did a lot of things in the past. Um, what were what were all the services you were providing uh, before you found your focus? Uh, when we started, as we started, uh, as I started to market my own business, so I was uh, I was learning all about you know social media marketing, content marketing, website development, and all those sorts of things. And uh, we were really ambitious that uh, we could probably provide all these services to our customers as well, which was uh, as you said rightly pulling your hair kind of story. So that didn't go so well so until we found our sweet, sweet spot. And uh, since then uh, we found uh, basically some sort of order in on what we do and it keeps getting better since then. Good, so these services you provide in the past would be like design, development, SEO, help me understand kind of like just like this particular types. Exactly. So these all these services are our nightmares to provide to the customers, particularly design. It's a never-ending story. So uh, that's how we started here. Okay. So let me understand. So uh, let me understand some of the good and bad themes 
th things your customers experienced with having so many options with your agency? Like what was good about it? And then maybe what were some of the bad things about it from say your customer's ex uh, perspective? Uh, well, first of the thing, uh, thing was the, for example, when you take it a website design, uh, when you speak to the uh, customer, uh, you need a probably a specialist from a project management point of view. You need someone specialized who can understand what customers needs and uh, convert those needs into design and then developments. Uh, I take a website project uh, uh, no different than uh, building a house. So uh, there are lots of uh, specialist areas in uh, website development. So if if you are looking to do everything, uh, then you'll be probably, a, you know, normally it's a very difficult job uh, to start a project and provide all those services with quality. So that was our uh, hard bit at the start. Uh, providing what the customer needs, converting into a design, that was the biggest challenge. But once we used to get through that design bit, we found that uh, uh, we were easily doing the development and support part. And uh, after that, uh, providing marketing to the customers, I think probably uh, the small business, it depends on what type of businesses you are working with. But if you are working in a you know, startups or small business uh, industry, uh, probably understanding of SEO is not that great. And the uh, general idea is by spending a few hundred dollars, you can come up on the number one page of the Google, which is, right, I know. Not, which, which is not the, which is just a, you know, wishful thinking, not the case. And until unless you have, you know, full content team, planning and you know the backlinking strategy all those sorts of things it's really hard to get the results what normal business was looking for so these were kind of our struggles for from design to seo but in bit in between we were good in providing uh, when there are clear measurable goals which is normally is the development of the website and uh, that's where we were doing good yeah so it sounds like from the customer's perspective, I guess the good parts is it's an all-in-one shop, right? If I, I, I know I had clients in the past where I would maybe, yeah, we didn't know, so we were all-in-one, if you will, kind of full service. But if I'd gone to them and said, well, we're going to do the dev part. You need to go find a designer. You probably need to go find an SEO person uh, or whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, they had no idea how to even shop for those things, let alone know whether the work that was being done was good work or bad work. And so it felt like for me at the time anyway, it sounds like you probably parallel some of that, that that was just, it was helpful for the customer to be able to have kind of one person to trust um, and then have uh, that kind of body of work be done in support of whatever they're trying to do with their website. Um, the downside though, it sounds like as you pointed out, and maybe the customers don't even realize that right away or, or kind of realize it when they get into the project with you is that you, that might not be a strength of your agency. SEO might be an afterthought. Design might be an afterthought. You might be stronger in dev. And so they might not, they, they might like that all in one going in, but really um, can experience, it sounds like, at least in your context, certainly in mine, friction at the areas where, hey, that just really wasn't your sweet spot. You probably shouldn't have been offering that with those customers. Does that sound about right, Raza? Yeah, 
runners. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, well, I'm telling you my my challenges or my my business challenges, but from customer perspective, you're absolutely right. So that's why what our today's sweet spot is. We we mostly work with B two B clients where we know the person on the customer's end. Uh, he's best what he does with the customer to give him you know one stop shop. And uh, with agencies, when we work, they have separate development team, content team, and uh, you know the planning they are doing, managing the whole project. So this is where we find a sweet spot that that's probably the best uh, best of to all the parties involved. Uh, in gotcha. a so kind of helping them find the right folks, evaluate them, but really just focus on your sweet spots around development. Such a difficult decision to to focus, um, in particular the ramifications of focus, which means sometimes saying no to customers, which I know was a very, it was a very difficult thing for me, is also still a very difficult thing for others. Um, I want to dig more into this, um, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one training a weekly podcast for you or your company, distribution to almost every podcast portal, an embeddable player for your website, an ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts, and much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. It passes before it's noticed. A slight rising of the eyebrows, a widening of the eyes. It may be accompanied by an almost imperceptible inhalation. The heart adds a beat like a quiet exclamation point on the experience. Within a tenth of a second, the reaction has passed, but not without leaving its mark. Someone found what they're looking for. Does your website deliver impulses to act? It can. Intended Consequences is the podcast for digital marketers who see their job as changing hearts and minds. If you're frustrated, bored, or in a rut, it's time to spread your wings with me, Brian Massey, and my guests. Find out how successful, curious, creative, and data-driven marketers are making a difference on purpose. Visit IntendedPodcast.com or find us where you get your podcasts. Intended Consequences, marketing on purpose. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I'm in the middle of our episode around finding focus in your agency. In order to be more successful, I'm interviewing Rana Shabazz with WP Minds talking about how he found focus in his agency. Rana, right before the break, you were talking a little bit about how, you know, the customer's experience with an all-in-one shop is, is so great in the beginning. 
as you get into it though, you start to realize the parts where your agency might not be uh, as well optimized to provide a particular service and that you kind of found that out, you know, through running your agency and then subsequently found your focus. So you kind of talked a little bit about your focus being heavy on the dev side, also the PM side. When you, when you found this focus and you decided to say, this is what we're going to do, what would you say the effect was on your team and then also on your success as a business? Did, did your team like that approach? And then did it actually help you grow your business? Uh, it, it certainly helps us uh, helped us grow our business because we found a focus. And uh, regarding your, you mentioned about the scary part of when you decide to focus on one area of the business. Uh, I would probably use uh, Robin Sharma's words uh, on to answer this uh, question. Robin Sharma from 5AM Club, uh, he says probably this, this transition was scary at the start, messy in between, and gorgeous at the end. So this, this was probably uh, a journey when you find your focus because saying no to a customer that you don't do this one is quite scary, as you mentioned, as you experienced. You know, there's always a danger when you say no to design or you can say no to SEO. You know, the customer can find different people to take over your job. So that was uh, scary at the start, but I think when you find focus, and you do what you, when you do best thing, best what you do, I think you find, start to find your, uh, your, sh your share of the cake, I guess, piece of the cake. Yes, yes, yes. It's funny, our CEO has a saying, uh, where there's focus, there's progress. Sounds like that's part of the sentiment, uh, at least that you're expressing here, relative to what y'all find. So did your team like this decision? Were they, were they scared or were they like, heck yeah, we don't have to worry about all this stuff we're not as good at? Uh, well, uh, it, it's uh, our team. Uh, we Being a, a business owner, we have to educate our team throughout the process. Still today, I, I, uh, this is my constant you know, part of the training process for the team. Because it's not just my team uh, uh, about uh, that we don't do design or SEO. It's even within the development uh, uh, part of our site. We only do WordPress. And even though in WordPress, we focus, I think probably we are the early adopters of Genesis Framework, probably using since 2010 or 2011. So uh, That's pretty early. Through, <laughs> yeah, founded through, because I was reading Copy Blogger at, the, at those time and Brian Clark and Brian Gardner. So I, I picked up Genesis and thought that's the best framework available. And we just mastered to pro use Genesis Framework and WordPress. So since we've specialized this one, I have a constant struggle to guide my developers that uh, WordPress is a big field. Today, it's over 35% of the internet, which was uh, not that big even uh, in those days, but today it's over 35% of the internet. And if we can uh, touch this market only, you don't have to worry about your future. If you master WordPress, even though I'm going deep down in WordPress, my aim with my agency is probably I'll, I should have one WordPress developer who specializes in development, one developer who is the best in security of the WordPress. In each field of you know, security, themes, 
and all areas of the WordPress. WooCommerce is a big area of the WordPress. So my next probably focus goal is to create specialists around each area of the WordPress in my agency. So it's interesting because like I, I would have expected your team to, and I'm sure some people did, but celebrate this move because I know every time I talk to an engineering team, focus is on the top of their mind and anything that breaks that focus uh, ends up you know, getting a very negative reaction. And uh, But it's interesting to hear that some of your team might have been trepidatious about it. Um, we're worrying about, you know, should we do this or taking on responsibilities they shouldn't. Um, I know scope creep comes from both sides of the table. It comes from the client side and the developer side or designer side, whichever the case may be. Sounds like uh, maybe there was some, a little bit of reluctance, I suppose, on, on some folks' parts. And even still today, it sounds like uh, you mentioned kind of people kind of sometimes coloring outside the lines you set. You kind of have to constantly retrain them. Was this successful for you as a business? Did saying no to those customers help you say yes to the right customers and actually increase the number of customers and revenue that you have? Absolutely, absolutely. It, it uh, increased our revenues. It increased our, you know, we know what we are doing and it, it, it helped us improve our processes dramatically because we know we just do development, maintenance and support and we are continuously improving our development with the, with the power of focus. Yeah? Yeah, I really like that. I remember in my full service agency, I would I would liken my job to a, a plate spinner, right? I would spin my <laughs> plate with my development team, I'd spin the plate with the design team, and I'd go around, you know, the SEO or whatever around the, around the thing. And by the time I got back, the plate I started with was wobbling; it was about to fall off the stick, and you know, I'd have to do it all over again and then start the cycle all over again. And I never really, as a business owner, got to spend a ton of time. Um, optimizing just a few key spots and so I felt like the services we provided suffered and it was much more difficult to operate the business we did get to say yes to a lot of customers a lot of their asks which was great we had great long-term revenue customers all that kind of stuff but it ended up being a business that just wasn't enjoyable to run because of having to to go kind of from plate to plate and keep it spinning and keep it spinning well I do like how you've been, how you mentioned your next phase is to focus on, uh, you know, specialties within your team, which I think is, of course, another great way to kind of gain momentum and, you know, make progress in individual areas. And I think for me, think looking back at, you know, the, those times, having stronger leaders in each of those disciplines seemed like um, something I think also that would have been beneficial. It sounds like you're also starting to add that in through your business. But the notion that you don't have to spin each plate. You can have exactly. functional leaders there to spin the plate and figure out the best way to do it versus you coming in as the business owner and quote the expert to, you know, work with the team, but then, you know, set out a, a list of guidelines. It sounds like you're on that path to have strong functional leaders. Does that sound true, Rana? Uh, absolutely. The one uh, example I always used to uh, teach my team, uh, I heard probably when I was exploring internet marketing, uh, about these, you know, that, that doctor, general practitioner uh, example. If you're a general practitioner, you know, every day is a new day. The new patients are coming in and you don't specialize. You don't, you have to learn or learn and adapt with the, every new patient. But if you're a heart specialist or a neurologist, you are ch checking, you know, same patients every day. You are becoming a specialist your work is getting easier and your pay is getting higher because of, you know, you are focusing on one thing. So Ooh, I like that, that analogy. 
yeah so that's the analogy i always use to train my team and uh, uh, that's the my life motto is i guess i like it i like it i remember when i was thinking about what i was going to do uh after my agency days i remember fantasizing about only focusing on, on one particular area or brand um but i think i do miss the variety as well so it's an interesting balance um we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back time to plug into a commercial break stay tuned for more press this in just a moment LPO, landing page optimization, where we make marketers great using design, data, psychology, and attitude. Join our host, Brian Massey, best known as the conversion scientist, as he sits down with leading marketers to help you create campaigns that deliver. LPO, only on webmasterradio.fm. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. We're in the middle of our episode focusing on your WordPress agency in order to be more successful with Rana Shabazz. Rana, right before the break, we were talking a little bit about how building those functional leaders is so important to running an agency, having those people be strong and focused within your agency, which of course also might have its own focus, um, but as you know, key to, in a sense, scaling the work that you do. So let me ask you this question. How did you find your sweet spot with WP Minds? Was it uh, obvious from the very beginning, or did it take a while to understand what you were really good at? Uh, actually, it, it was uh, basically based on our experiences. Uh, we reviewed our, our offerings uh, where we were struggling. We were struggling on the design side and the SEO part. And uh, we were good at uh, uh, developing sites and uh, uh, maintaining and providing support. So that's how we found it and uh, decided to just focus on, on those things where we are good at and uh, play to our strengths. I like it. So did you use data for this or was it like anecdotal? Did you look back and say what went well, what went wrong? Or did you actually look at like complaints or refunds or anything else that might have negatively affected your business? Well, I wouldn't say data because we were a small business. It's not that big, like probably the sure, sure, you, can, sure. you can, you can, you can see a dashboard, uh, but it was like, you know, the way it was a uh, regular reviews of what we are doing and uh, where we are struggling. So that's how we decided. Did you happen to look at your profit margins for any particular kind of class of service? Did that play into it? Or was it really mostly focused on what you were good at? Uh, it was just to focus on what we're good at. Uh, and uh, regarding the profit margins, I believe uh, doing more of what you're good at, you always be profitable uh, if you do it more of it. As I, as I explained, 
uh, example of uh, being a heart specialist. So if you're doing one thing and doing five separate things for higher prices, instead of doing one good thing and just replicating it, that one good thing to probably 10, 100 or 200 clients, that was our uh, profit number. So instead of serving five clients in all areas, we decided let's move on and serve, why not serve 50 clients in one area where we are good at. That's really interesting way of thinking about it because I could imagine if you're a generalist in your agency or freelance business, as you pointed out very early on, you can't really at the end of the day get super good at any one particular thing. And so if you're thinking about your quality or your, your ability as essentially driving what you can command from a, from a hourly or project rate, then none of the things will ever excel if you focus on all. And so one benefit of focusing on just a few areas is that you can elevate, like you said, well, like the heart specialist where you become a specialist, and then, then you can command a higher rate. And I guess you're just filling up your book of business with that type of work. So basically all of your work is built against your best ability. Does that sound right, Ronald? Exactly. I was just checking your, your podcast earlier, and I found someone who is specializing in SEO in a food blogging industry. Yes, that is, that is my favorite. Casey Murky. Casey Murky. So I heard him saying that he, he reviewed thousands of food blogs and uh, how he started. And you can imagine one focus uh, in a one particular area made master of, you know, that particular field and become a go-to person probably for food bloggers. He can charge uh, whatever he likes to charge when once he become a specialist in that area. Right. So it's the notion that if someone walked up and said, I'm good at SEO, I can SEO any kind of site, I'm, I'm excellent at it. And then the next person comes in and says, and you're talking to a food blogger, of course, and the next person comes in and says, I've audited thousands of food blogs and helped thousands of food blogs rank better. Who are you going to pay more money to? It's obviously the person that's reviewed the thousands. Is that kind of the... Exactly. And I believe this finding this focus is even important in current climates because all businesses have to are have gone back to you know whiteboard at the moment not all industries will be there which we had two months ago so it's not about your business now you have to think about the customers you are serving to whether their business will exist in months time two months time or five months times so i think it's a, it's a it's a pretty important question everybody needs to ask him himself or herself to uh, explore this new new world, I guess. That's a uh, very salient point and a great one to end on. Rana, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, it's my pleasure, David. Thank you so much for having me. Glad to have you. If you'd like to learn more about what Rana is up to, you can visit wpminds.com. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. I'm your host, David Vogelpohl, and I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This.
The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.